topic but we are we're gonna go ham we're gonna go deep deep how deep uh deeper than nature i don't know i, I don't know i don't know how to make the connection i don't know what, what right. is the i yeah i should have uh i should have uh give it to me in a that. yeah set me up better set me up better yeah. right? <laughs> uh we're going so deep they have their own language is that better i don't know that does it I don't know. We're talking about druids, okay? We're talking okay. druids. <laughs> All about the druid class. Now, Eric, this, traditionally, this is my favorite class in the game. I know you said it was wizards for you. Was that right? Yeah, wizards for me. But druids are, like, they're awesome. Druids are my favorite class in the game. It is the first class I started with, just because it was the one that most interested me. And then I always come back to it, and there's always something new that I find, and I'm like, God, I just want to play Druid. <laughs> it's just such a cool class. Yeah, they just yeah. do so much, and it's, it's incredible. Uh, we'll start with just the base Druid class, so this segment will just be Druids. And then, base Druid. Yeah, as we move on, our next segments, we will delve deep into all the subclasses, and we'll, and we'll talk about each subclass on its own. To give you a well-rounded uh, uh, look at the Druid class. And then at the end, maybe we'll throw in a segment of character creation. Just yeah. some things to think about. Something that, what, what have we designed in the past? And, mm. and just a little fun thing for us to do. Uh, starting on the Druid class. They're a spellcaster. They are, yes, they are full caster. So none of this half-caster nonsense. No, um, lame half-caster. <laughs> yeah, so they, they uh, druids traditionally are like, you know, the, like, not traditionally, they are kind of like the natural uh, earth and animal base, but uh, the version of like the full caster. Um, they also have a Yeah, very... they're, a, they're a little bit what you think of when you're just like, they're yeah. the animal guys. It's like, yeah, yeah they, <laughs> they are, they are, they are. They do have a, a really impressive spell list, but like all of them are based around like to like effects that have to do with like natural phenomena, like yeah, lightning. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's you know summon various kinds of creatures. You won't really find like counterspell or fireball, um, but yeah, they, they're also it's, a it's an interesting based. spell list. And I would say like they have like. I think most of the classes maybe suffer from this, where it's like, there's the two go-to cantrips, and they're incredible cantrips. And then the rest is like, meh. Yeah. <laughs> they're, yeah, like, like when you're playing a wizard, or um, the lesser case of sorcerer, you, there's just like generically good spells, and you, doesn't matter if you're a transmutation wizard or an evocation wizard, hey, uh, counterspell's good, so you should probably just take it. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, and you have such a wide variety you kind of get to pick and choose with druids there are certain subclasses that make some spells better than others so you kind of have to know you have to look a little bit farther ahead fortunately like you said just some 
cantrips are just better than others and more useful than others. So you're kind of just taking so, some of so those. So happens that way. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, like later on, like the you know the fourth and fifth level spells, you can you can kind of tailor towards your subclass. Yeah. Uh, besides that, we're talking a one d eight hit dice. Decent. That's that's not a one d six. So not a one d six for a full spellcaster. You're just hoping for that eight, right? You're just like, yeah. give me the eight, though. Give me the eight, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the armor proficiencies uh, they do get uh, light armor, medium armor for some reason, yeah, and that's shields. Kind of wild. Yeah, it's kind of crazy that you think about. Uh, but generally, druids won't wear armor or shields made of metal they said like they'll only go for the wooden shields and the you know when you're talking medium armor i guess it won't be the because any breastplate count as as uh medium armor i think it does yeah a half plate half plate yeah even does too so they would only go for like the studded leather type uh, yeah this is it's one of those things or this is this is something that is like dm will just be like, I, like this is literally the first time I'm hearing about this. <laughs> I've been DMing for a while. You now. know, but so. like, if you're gonna if you're gonna role play a druid and you're gonna be the one, because I've done this in the past where I'm like against everything metal. You know what I mean? Like right. I, I hold a grudge against things that are metal, uh, and so I I will purposefully make sure I'm not using metal items. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they they're like they're trying to seed in some role play stuff, and it's like not that hard to be like, hey DM, can it, maybe I'm wearing like like chain mail but maybe it's like made out of a really hard wood so it's (laughs) it's like special oh there's there's plenty of ways around it i mean and it is it's not a hard and fast rule as if you notice it you know says it in like parentheses it's not like yeah you must not wear metal as all druids it it does say at least in the version i have here it just says druids will not wear armor or (laughs) yeah yeah i mean yeah (laughs) for something that's like purely this but it says like like weapons scimitars oh we can use metal yeah metal weapons totally cool totally good to go no problems no problem yeah they have actually a pretty extensive weapon list too when you think about full casters like we got a yeah. list of like clubs, daggers, darts, jabs, uh, maces, quarter staffs. I think the most you'll see is usually the quarter staff, the scimitar, uh, sickles. Those are the most commons. <laughs> uh, yeah. Weapons you'll see is definitely the scimitar, sickle, uh, and quarter staff. But yeah, a pretty extensive list for a caster just to like randomly be able to use. They obviously yeah. won't focus on it at all. But what but they are important because of a certain cantrip for druid. So it's important to bring up that there's just a, a swath of uh weapons that you'll be using as a druid. Alright, so I just looked up uh simple melee weapons and I think it's just all of those. Okay. Yeah fair Except enough. Except for it's simple. Oh no it none of the ones that are two handed so no Except for quarterstaff, which is why the why quarterstaff is used so often because it's like yeah. a two-handed one that spear they can, can use. is versatile as well, and a spear. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Which is but, why they yeah. specifically pointed out the quarterstaffs and spears. All right, mm-hmm. fair enough. Uh, tools they'll get a herbalism kit if you're into that kind of uh, role playing that might come up. Saving throws you get are intelligence and wisdom. Not bad. Yeah, the of the big ones, um, wisdom, huge. dexterity, constitution are like the three. Big yeah. ones. So you got Charisma wisdom is also kind of nice. Yeah, and that might be a big one. And intelligence, not a terrible one. I mean, it comes up. No, it, it, the thing 
intelligent saving throws, they almost never come up, but when they do, they're devastating. It's like, you're, 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 you're being <laughs> they <are> stunned. <laughs> they're you're generally being stunned right. by a mind player or something. We're just like, okay. Mind players, beholders. Sort of yeah. Yeah. Brain, brain, brain of warping ones. So yeah. That, right. Yeah. But it's a good it's, one. Yeah. I mean, it's not nothing. It's, they got it. They got a saving throw. And then the skills you could choose from is arcana, animal handling, insight, medicine, nature, perception, religion, survival. All pretty good. And then, uh, yeah, <laughs> again, w the funniest thing in the world is that, you know, nature and religion are intelligence-based. Mm -hmm. um, and then, like, every ranger and druid is just like, aren't we supposed to be, like, really good at nature? Yeah, <laughs> so meanwhile, why... I have, like, I have a zero bonus to intelligence. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because uh, we should mention that this is a wisdom uh, caster. Wisdom based. So class, they're yeah. going to be using, yeah, they're going to be using their wisdom uh, to multi class. For instance, you need a thirteen or higher to multi class into this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, the... sorry, not the best, not the best multi classing class. Would you say, or it's it's okay, maybe. Yeah, it's yeah. You usually are dipping into other classes, but you're a base druid. Druid, yeah, you'll get pretty high up in the druid and then dip elsewhere. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not. Because level class. one of Druid doesn't get you anything. Level two of Druid gets you a really cool one, which we'll go into in just a second. And, like, it doesn't help you to go any further. <laughs> so it's like... No, it doesn't. And their two-level dip is not nearly as good as most other classes' two-level dips. Right. Uh, the last thing you'll get at level one is your uh, Druidic language. So they, they almost like rogues have the thieves can't. Uh, mm -hmm. Druids have this special druidic language, which could come up in a campaign and it'd be fun to play around with. It's always yeah, nice to have these cool. elements yeah. to a class that that are specific to you that are because you could really that, that could be really fun for someone who really wants to get into their druidic uh, nature mm. and everything. So that's fun. Otherwise, at level one, you're just going to get two cantrips, two spells, nothing, nothing crazy. You're, you're level one is so so bleh. Yeah. <laughs> Level one is really only useful for teaching new people the mechanics of the game and combat with like very low stakes. Uh, Which I will uh, say, as far as your druid goes, level one pretty good because of his cantrips. Yes, yeah, yeah pretty exactly. strong, like like actually strong at level one because of his cantrips. <laughs> and the druid spellcasting, um, it kind of follows like the cleric and the paladin, where you can you basically have all of the druid spells available to you and you can just pick and choose at the beginning of each day which ones you want so right. you don't have to like a sorcerer you only learn these spells and then these are the spells you have you can't change them up really right. unless you level up or whatever unless the dm kind of lets you have in wizards you have to have them in your spell book and yeah. all this stuff but these ones are just like like oh you just whatever spells you want for the day which is so nice. It's real. <laughs> it's can, a it's a quality of life thing, which is uh, yeah. just switch them up whenever you need. Yeah, to. <laughs> druids have some really good out of combat social spells, and they have yeah. good. And, and that's in too. general what you use them for, right? You know, you're going out on an adventure right now. Let's let's prepare a lot of combat ones. You are coming back to town. Let's prepare a lot of social situation ones. So right, that's generally exactly. how I treat. My cleric, for example, I, I, yep. I have a lot more social situation ones than I do combat ones, but oh, yeah. <laughs> I can yeah, exactly. prepare the list of combat ones when I need to. I can prepare the list of 
mind-altering ones when I need to. <laughs> yeah, and I'd, uh, I suggest if you are not used to playing a spellcaster, just, like, pre-write down all the spells. Like, have, like, yeah. social a spell list and then a combat spell list and just keep two separate spell pieces of paper handy. It's just so much easier to be like, wait, which yeah. one did I do? Yeah, and then yeah. it's just kind of easier to maintain that way. Yeah. Especially because I know in the ones that we use, like we use Roll20, for example, and the way that they let you, <laughs> the only way to do it uh, is there's like a little button next to it that allows you to prepare the spells for the day. Unfortunately, there's no maximum how many you can click. So you have to somehow know how many oh, you're allowed gosh. to have selected. And then not only that, I wish it could like lock me in to the what as some most subclasses do they have spells that you automatically get that don't count towards the spells that you get to prepare yeah so i can accidentally unselect those spells and i'm like ah just give me the i i know (laughs) i wish i can't unselect those and i wish i like didn't had an easier way to count how many against me because those don't count against me so sometimes i count up all my dots and i'm like ah, i'm full already Meanwhile, I you should, double you should, you all actually you need to select like five more. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like, oh no, I have like four more. Oh yeah, so it, it's kind of annoying. There's no great way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah roll towards uh, kind of yeah that way. But. Let's get into level two of the druid. This is where the spice picks up, and this is really important to know now before we get into all the subclasses. Yes, because this is base for all druids. You get wild shape. All druids can wild shape. They all can transform into beasts. Hashtag all druids can wild shape. All druids can wild shape. Hashtag. <laughs> Get it trending, everybody. Get the word out. <laughs> this is so important to remember, though. You know what I mean? Like a lot of druids, uh, the subclasses that we'll get into, they tried because they wanted, and I totally get this, right? They wanted them to feel separate. They wanted them to feel individual and, and totally different from the regular druid class. So they alter these wild shape ability to like summon an elemental, for stuff. example. Yeah, do to- something totally different. But even that class that's doing that all the time can sh- shift into a bear if he needs to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and, and let, let's go over this, and I'll, I'll I'll go into why I think that's true and why they kind of change everything up. But let, let's just let's just talk about the wild shape first. All right, the wild shape at second level, you can assume magically assume the shape of a beast that you have seen before is what it says. I think. There's a lot of float to that, but yeah, no one, <laughs> no one uh, is like, well, you've seen a regular eagle, but you haven't seen a giant eagle. Yeah, yet. exactly. So yeah, there's a, there's a it, lot of float to that. If I, you're, if you're, <laughs> you have to be in a certain kind of campaign to be a, that much of a stickler. Now, yeah. some of the new ones, like dinosaurs and stuff, they might be like, well, dinosaurs, like I put over here in this, like you have to go find the hidden city that has ancient <laughs> dinosaurs in it. So it's like. Like I don't want a I don't want a cro- or a, you know Velociraptor looks like and it's just like hey, well in my campaign setting there there's a reason why no one's seen it so you can't do that but you could do yeah wolf, like it's, I mean the dinosaur one gets complicated with the Velociraptor just because they gave it some interesting stats that you might want to use but yeah exactly. besides that it probably doesn't come up all that often I think most people no, stick no. to the traditional list and, and we'll players. go over some of the, the main ones you would want to choose, for example. Now, you could use this feature twice, and it does recharge on a short rest, which is and long rest, obviously. So that's, you'll you'll get to wild good. shape kind of whenever you need to. Yeah. I mean it's it's really good. Uh Get, one of those... this, this is one of the cla- few classes that, you know, full casters get their spells back on long rest. So you might shortcut yeah. 
the getting all your abilities back on long rest too, but wild shape is short rest. Yeah. So, uh, one of the most important aspects that comes up is that you'll stay in this beast state for a number of hours, equal to half your druid level. I mean, so you'll it lasts a long time. Let's put it that way. As long as you want. Uh, you'll then revert to your normal form. You can also just revert back to your normal form by using a bonus action if you need to for any reason, and you automatically revert if you fall unconscious or drop to zero hit points, which is interesting that it says it like this. What's weird about Wild Shape is that you transform, you take on the hit dice of whatever form you transform to, and it kind of just adds that hit dice to your health pool. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of like temporary hit points. Kind of uh, like if temporary If you used points. Polymorph spell, that's kind of like that. Like, you now have a hit dice pool of yes. the creature that sits on Which top of your it isn't, it isn't incredibly large, right? For the most part, unless... No. There's certain classes later on that yeah, we'll CR talk about six that we get to, but <laughs> yeah. other than that, they're generally pretty low. A couple hits will get will knock you back down. Right. But uh, it's still like, yeah, and then when you revert back, you will take, I guess, the overhanging damage, right? If like if you are at one hit point in bear form, they hit you for ten, you will revert back and take nine. That is correct, yeah. Yeah. So the over ending the overarching damage comes to you, but still you all the hit dice of your bear form. Just you soaked that You're all good. up. Yeah. <laughs> so that for that reason, druids are surprisingly tanky for spell. Yeah, <laughs> like this kind of harkens back to the getting medium armor proficiency, where yeah, they get this, medium armor now. They get temporary yeah. hit points that they could use twice in a short yeah. rest. <laughs> and so we'll we'll say so at second level, these there's uh, challenge rating limits. So. The max CR at second level is one quarter. At fourth level, it goes up to one half. And at eighth level, it goes up to one. Um, also, the other limitations, which like I I kind of ignore, is that the uh, at second level, you can't transform into anything with a flying or swimming yeah, speed. can't fly or swim. I think yeah. it makes sense. I think that's way too early to access flying. Right. I, so and by eighth level, totally fine. By eighth totally level fine. to access flying. So I get that. I think, yeah, I haven't um, experienced as a DM any real situations where the, like, if you could transform into an owl, how different that is from having a fine familiar owl. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like, because, like, with fine familiar, you can just, like, warg into it and you gain all the information like you were sure. an owl. And it can be targeted like that. So, like, the only difference would be, like, oh, I'm a crow sneaking right. into a place and then transform back. But you're also second level, so, like, a regular guard is a deadly threat to you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I'm sure that there's some reasoning for it, but yeah, the CR limitation kind of hard caps the, like, oh, you can't transform into, like, like a rock. <laughs> yeah. You know? And it is, it is interesting because... Like you mentioned, like CR, it says cap is at CR one fourth or a quarter, right? But CR zero has plenty of flying animals, right? Yeah, and it's like, yeah, again, you're you're a pigeon or something. Yeah, I think the most important, if you want to go over it per level per 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 notable point, I think the first notable one to me at the first level is going to be spiders. Again, you can't fly. It says nothing about having climbing speeds. Right. 
And ha being a spider, you can then climb to areas that you have good stealth, and they're not going to be able to notice you anyway. So it very likely is going to be fine to just do a spider and climb to the ceiling and spy on whatever you need to. I think it, I think it kind of makes more sense to spy on someone using a spider than a crow, for example, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> the crow might be a little more noticeable, but... I think that's a, that's a huge one. I mean, the owl the owls traditionally are are what you'd use for that scouting purpose anyway, because they can fly really fast. They, fly. they have a huge dark range vision, uh, and they have keen hearing and sight. Yeah, so they, I mean, they have kind of everything you need. Owls but, OP. Yeah, owls OP, but you can't really use it until eighth level. So yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> and then you get bigger creatures. But anyway, uh, the next and also uh, when you talk about that second level, the notable ones in fighting aspects would be eric mentioned the velociraptor the reason for that is because they have this like pack tactics ability which actually gives you advantage just on attacks mm. which is huge at that i mean like at those levels it's like yeah i'll just one hit these mobs i have advantage i'm good to go yeah if, yeah if, if you're if there's another melee combatant attacking the same creature then you get right on your attacks and you get two attacks which right. is great. D6. Two attacks is enormous. Yeah. So there's just so many like reasons. Otherwise, you'd go with something like, you know, a wolf spider or a badger. Because <laughs> some of these have multi-attacks and mm -hmm. and whatnot. And burrow. Like the badger can burrow, which might help you out in a scenario. Yeah. So the the next step up is the half level. You still can't fly. You're at fourth level now. But you can swim now. So if you, you can like, swim. Well, so now you get like stuff frog. like sharks, and that's mm -hmm. that's a big deal now that you have like a shark in your you know repertoire. Right. Uh, crocodiles are always good. Always great. Uh, they have a uh, interesting way that they can do this bite that allows them not to escape. Yeah, which is a big deal. And then. Uh, now you can, one of the bigger land ones is an ape now. Uh, we saw our person, now this was a polymorph into a giant ape. You won't be able to access giant ape with wild shape. It's a CR like seven or something. But ape is still a good one. Yeah. <laughs> Even just a regular ape, regular you still get, ape. yeah, you still get some of the stuff that's really good. You get like a plus five to athletics, which is why he wild shaped into a giant ape. He wanted to get out of uh, grappling situations and whatnot. And you get like crazy bonuses to, traditionally stuff casters don't get. <laughs> yeah. Being you also strong. get two attacks on that. And randomly, apes have a ranged attack because they have hands. They just, they just throw stuff, yeah. <laughs> they can throw stuff. <laughs> and Which in also, most wild shapes, you don't. Yeah, like w one of the things about wild shape is you gain some of the statistics, but you retain your intelligence, wisdom, charisma, which is nice. Um, another kind of aspect of it, which is just more funny roleplay, is that you... <laughs> Can you can't like operate things if you don't have hands if you're a bird, uh, but like <laughs> apes have hands. But yeah, it's it's just more of a funny thing where like you can continue to role play as yeah. like oh I transformed into a cat and you're just like okay I want to unlock like I have a magic item that lets me hit the lock and it opens up the lock if it's not magical and it's like okay how are you gonna grab it how are you gonna grab that item you don't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> but in apes, then, you have hands. Apes, you have hands. But yeah, it's more, uh, I think, for funny roleplay than, than anything yeah. else. But And then lastly, the eighth level CR1. 
Obviously now you're going to have all flying access to you. So you have eagles, you have vultures available to you that are really good. Uh, and then eagle. notably, you could be another giant eagle. You could be yeah. different color giants. Notably on the ground at this point is the dire wolf comes into play, which is a, a good one for, for fighting. Yep. And then of course you have the bear that we mentioned, and that would be for tanking purposes. You get pretty, pretty big hit points on the, on the bear. Yeah, the bear's pretty good. Those are the notable ones. Uh, for just a general wild shape druid, uh, which is any druid, of course. <laughs> and please, 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 please do your DM a favor and just have all the stat blocks that anything you want. Yeah, have them available so that you could read all them, them, them. Because don't make your DM do that. I I know it says that the DM might have stats for this, and like we technically do, but yeah. man, it is it is annoying to be like. It's oh, also going to help you as the druid to just have a like a bunch of options available to, that you can look at and be like, oh, this one will help you me in this right. scenario. Yeah, which one has a, a you know proficiency bonus to stealth? Which one gets advantage yeah. on on? Uh, uh, I mean, it's it's one of my favorite. Again, I love this class, and it's like it is the most versatile thing in the game to me. It's just like I can do anything because I can be any animal. Like right. I can just. Do I need climbing? Bam. Do I need flying? Bam. Yeah. So uh, I'm never too nice far away because I'll play a character that can polymorph. If I can. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. So so yeah. Please, please, uh, you know, love your DMs. Have the stat block. <laughs> it's not, not, it kind of is a pull out of the game thing, like you know, uh, uh, or pull everybody out of the game thing when you're like. Okay, I'm yeah, I'm a spider. I'm doing stuff, and a guy and a guard is like, "Ooh, there's a spider on the wall." Because you failed your stealth check, and he tries to squish you. Be like, "Okay, he does four points of damage. How many hit points does the spider have?" It's like, "Oh, I don't know." Um, <laughs> can you look it up for me? I'm just like, "Okay, do do do." It's yeah. like, "Okay, well, it's, it's average of this." But if you want to roll, it's like, "Oh, well, if I roll a six on my d six, I'm a good winner." And then now it's like five minutes. Just be like, if you had like, nope, I have three hit points as a spider. Yeah, so I pop out. <laughs> now I'm human again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other notable things, like you mentioned, you can't cast spells, right? You can't speak is a big one, right? It kind of gets awkward. Funny, yeah. Again, you can always just pop out, but, um, you know, that'll come up if you're an animal yeah, yeah. and you're all playing. It's like, I can't talk right now. I mean, you can't just waste these wild shapes, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Again, this, this comes up in our campaigns a lot because I really like turning into animals. Even yeah. I haven't played a druid yet, but I'm still, I'm always the one turning into animals. <laughs> I know, and I, I gave you the Cloak of the Bat, which is, yes! which is bat. fantastic. I love the Cloak of the Bat. Yeah. I always look, I always look to use it, because we get into scenarios, and I'm like, Eric, how dark is it? <laughs> just consider this Eric, to be would you say that the room is dim? <laughs> hey, someone, someone put their hands over this candle, so it's dim lighting. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Uh, second level, you'll also unlock the subclasses. Uh, we'll go into those. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's in the next. Second yeah. level, getting your, your subclass is big. You don't yeah. until third. Yeah. Uh, and, and funny enough, I mean, we'll go through the rest of the list, but not much else is there. A lot of this class is baked into the subclasses and spells that you're going to select along the way. Yep. The wild shape really is the class. It is. Sounds yeah. like, oh man, that kind of sucks. But ah, oh, me, I'm telling you, I it's so much fun because there's so much versatility in that. Yes, and so now is so also just a uh, basically at later extreme later levels, druids become awesome because they just like all those limitations. 
on Wild Gone. Gone. But we're talking yeah. way high up. Along Eight, the way, <laughs> uh, as, as all classes do, uh, ability score improvements you'll get along the way at 4th, 8th, 12th, 16th, 19th. I think, is that like uh, no, standard no, no, across no. all classes? I'm wondering how... No, usually, like it's all classes. usually it's only 4, 8, 12. Um, oh, this is 16th. And every four levels? Yeah. I think like fighters get more, but I think that's pretty standard. Okay, yeah, it seems pretty standard to me that like that that, that happens. And you're not getting anything else in this class until 18th level. Uh, you'll get the Timeless Body and Beast spells at 18th. Timeless Body, <laughs> so yeah, random. I don't know why this gets added. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> you okay, age more you're... slowly now. For every 10 years that pass, you only age one year. It's like, okay, I'm an elf, though. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, so like, I already uh, age at glacially slow pace. Uh, the Beast spells is that... Now, in Wild Shape, you can perform somatic and verbal components of Druid spells. So, yeah. you get you get a little more ability you, to cast spells in Beast Form. You can cast spells in Beast Form, which is the only like Pretty true good. downside to, to Beast Form. And then at level 20, you just get unlimited Wild Shapes. Um, that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Just, a level 20 Druid is just like, what? It, it Especially get... in the particular subclass that came yeah. out. Of my <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. it's just busted. Yeah, so I think yeah, druids are awesome, and th- I, druids have this like I think curve with new players or like you know favorite classes because the marketing of a druid is you can turn into an animal, and right. new players are like I want to turn into an animal. Yeah, I want to turn into. It feels so limited. From it your does. imagination of like, I want to turn into like a bat or an owl, and like, like I'm a crow and I'm spying on my enemies and all this stuff. And it's like, oh no, you can't do that until level eight. It's like, oh, well, yeah. Eight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think some people are like, oh, well, that's the class. I'm going to ignore it, even though you get all these like awesome spells and stuff. But then once you learn how to like use all the animals and be like all the situations where you're like, okay, I don't need to be a crow here. We have our friend who, uh, you know, has fine familiar and he's a crow. And it's like, the more uh, experienced you are, you're like, oh, I can be a spider? How? Like, you could think of how... There's a million ways. <laughs> Spiders are amazing. Spider. Spiders just, are OP. I, so I many of the like, animals are OP, man. It's just getting... Yeah. It's just so... You don't think about it immediately when you're like, yo, I, all I can do is change into animals. But the fact that every animal has its own stat sheet with its own abilities... It adds so many things to your character. I have a swim speed. I have a climb speed. I have a fly speed. I, I have, I have yeah. everything. I yeah. have I have abilities that can hold you in place with the crocodile. I have abilities that can like I have so many things available. Yeah, it, it and it's incredibly cinematic too. Just like changing into everything, but yeah, yeah. It, it, there is definitely like. I have uh, I have experienced a lot with some new players who are like, oh, druid, like, oh, you can turn into animals, and then they. Look at all the qualifiers. And if it's just like a one shot, I'd just like just ignore that. Just like you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For one shot, you have to yeah, but, make special uh, rules for, I would say. Yeah. And the, and it would be tough to play a one shot like level four druid, for example, because it's like you're so limited all of a sudden. Like, yeah. Ah. So you're like, okay, like I, but I just want to be an owl. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's like, exactly. Okay, it's like, an no, you can't. But, <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's then people are like, oh, well, I was planning, I was choosing between Druid and Bard anyway, so I'll just be a Bard. Yeah. Um, but then as you play more, you're like, I'm a full caster, and I could just get like a free polymorph whenever I want right. to, twice. Like, this is crazy. Pretty cool. 
Uh, let's go into the spell list a little bit, yes. as, as we're on just the base druid class. Starting with cantrips, uh, you start with two cantrips, and you'll ramp up to, what, just four, I think. Yeah, you won't, you cap out at four. So, I, a pretty long list here. How do you feel about, let's start with druidcraft, because this is like a specific to druids, and is their version of the prestidigitation or the thaumaturgy for a cleric? Yeah, I, like, every druid should just get this for free, I feel like. I feel like that like, too, right? Because it does you feel bad for not taking it? <laughs> right, I, I, I agree with you 100%, because it does super random things that just somehow aren't as useful as, I mean, presentization has to be the most useful of yeah, right, anything, yeah. of it's all helpful. three of those. But even Thaumaturgy has more uses than this one. This one is pretty limited you can yeah. make something smell <laughs> right <laughs> which i think is i think honestly is probably what has the most uses here i think so yeah so like i wish it was just like you just get druid class druid druid craft druid craft yeah automatic as a druid i um, think so and hey in my games all druids have druid craft um you know i feel like you gotta because yeah, yeah it does it feels so bad because i i would honest honestly recommend you don't pick this one right like you look at the rest of the cantrips stay away from druidcraft compared to what you can grab <laughs> right you can only have two to start and i would say this is not the one to grab out of this list i would say don't grab that one <laughs> yeah. and like right, guidance is available let's say for instance right yeah, like that's just a straight so up good. like so incredible it comes up every moment of every campaign Exactly. And the, man, and it depends on what you want to do. Like, you're kind of choosing between Shillelagh if you want to be more like a tank. I was just going to bring mill. up, so that we should talk about definitely, I, I think Shillelagh is the biggest draw to the Druid cantrip clap, uh, part of it. Yeah. This, if you, this, this cantrip's insane. Yeah, Druid, or yeah, Shillelagh, and then if you're going to be a range, you pick like, you know, Frostbite or something. Um, but yeah, Shillelagh, it's a, it's a, uh, like a bonus action, first off, incredible, uh, as a cantrip. Always good to have a bonus action available as a cantrip, super helpful. It makes your weapon magical, and it gives its damage die a D8. Mm -hmm. So all of these little weapons, any scimitar that you're carrying, all of them become a D8. And also, I believe it says it somewhere, right? Yeah, yeah. you can use your spellcasting ability instead of strength. Yeah. For the attack and damage. So it's just like... This is, that's the big you one. Can, yeah, a druid at level 1 can have a 1d8 plus 3 attack. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like, what? I'm a druid. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm and, hitting this as hard as the fighter. And then, yeah, then you can use your action to attack and stuff. So it's it, it's pretty sweet, especially at Incredible low levels. Incredible cantrip, especially I, for the level 1. I wish it increased... Um. To like 2d8 at level 5, you know, kind of like how all the other damage dealing cantrips scale up. Mm. Um, because it just says the damage... Oh, it actually, well... But it's of a yeah. weapon attack. The, the the reason everything else scales is because they get multiple attacks. Well, like, um, uh, let's look at Frostbite, for instance. Mm -hmm. So, you, it takes... Normally, it's just a 1d6, but it increases to 2d6 at 5th level, even though right. it's one thing. So, I... I get why, just to prevent what you're saying, like, oh, I took 
now the fighting style that lets me get shillelagh and i'm yeah. a fighter so i get like a million attacks um, yeah funny enough i was gonna mention that uh eric i, I so i took i was a fighter a druidic fighter I, <laughs> and i didn't even take the druid class but i took the feat that allows you to take a druid cantrip and a druid spell so I took Shillelagh as my spell, and I, I avidly was against using metal. So I used yeah. a wooden sword and would yeah. Shillelagh it, which made it a D8 yeah. <laughs> magic weapon. And it was just yeah. a wooden sword in my hand. <laughs> I love that. That character was one of my favorite concepts because it's like, oh, I'm a rune knight. Like, oh, okay, strength decks. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wisdom. I'm full wisdom. Full wisdom. Uh, yeah. A full wisdom rune knight fighter. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, that character was incredible. Um. Yeah. So the the cantrips, I think, is kind of where you have to spend the most time thinking about. Uh. Because those are the ones you're going to be using the most. Yeah. Um, I mean, other ones. Then uh, let's. I love magic stone. I, I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> also a bonus action. Also a bonus action. Right. And it gives you a ranged attack that gives you a... Now, oddly, this one... I don't know why this one doesn't scale up. You mentioned that scale-up thing, right? This one should probably mm -hmm. scale up, too. I don't like that it doesn't. Yeah. You I think it's because, again, you can touch three pebbles, and then if you're, again, a fighter, you can just make three ranged attacks out of the sling. So uh, what? <laughs> That's a cantrip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that means you also had to be a druid to cantrip. <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So it, it's like you could take Shillelagh or Magic Stone maybe instead of like one of the, the damage dealing ones. Yeah, because um, Magic Stone is a sweet spell. It gives you a nice range attack for 1d6 bludgeoning, which is ain't. It's not, it's not nothing. It's pretty good. As a range yeah. attack, it's not bad. Uh, Thorn Whip is also one of my favorites. Yeah, it has decent attack uh, damage to it, and then the best thing about it is that it actually can pull a creature ten feet closer to you. Yeah, you, it's literally like what you imagine the whip to be. Yeah, I actually uh, used this in a campaign. Someone fell off a bridge, and the DM allowed me to react with a thorn whip to <laughs> whip him back onto yeah. the bridge. So he took the damage. I had to do piercing damage to him, and I whipped him back onto the sweet. bridge. Yeah, yeah. I, I love all that stuff. Like, it's, it says specifically a creature, but most of the time you're like, can you use Thor Whip to grab that, that tankard over there? Like, <laughs> that, <that's what> <laughs> totally, totally cool. Totally but cool. no, I mean, the, but a movement, to add movement to something is, it's just it's, one of those things, for, as a cantrip, it's like that 10 feet could matter a lot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, since it's... Um, another weird rules interaction it's non-voluntary movement so if someone's like it can't move because you're going to take an opportunity attack you can use this to move them out of melee range of the boss they was again yeah. still take damage and you need to hit them against your uh friend's ac which is probably kind of high but again like it, it's just one of these weird rule interactions that if you're uh, if you're thinking about that sort of stuff, we'll come up. and this is for a creature larger, smaller, and just to just compare it, creature. there's gust. You also have access to gust. Gust is only for a medium or smaller creature, so mm -hmm. you get one size larger, which I think matters a lot. And gust only pushes him five feet. Uh, this is to push yeah. away from you, gust, but uh, 
So Thor Whip only goes one way. You can only pull him. <laughs> right. <laughs> you can only pull him towards you, which could matter. Uh, um, otherwise, I don't know. What else would you take on this list? So are you talking about specifically cantrips? Just cantrips for now. We'll move on to first level. Uh, you know, there's, there's all kinds of good stuff you should take. So my, my view on these sort of like limited cantrips is take one that, you know, you're going to be able to use every session and then guidance. Take, <laughs> yeah, basically guidance is the one <laughs> that comes to mind guidance. really. Yeah. Um, I, I, I do, I think you could be super creative with druid craft, but, um, it's just too limited. If they gave you more cantrips. I agree. I, I just agree with you that like it should just be baseline. Like it just, just give me druidcraft. Otherwise, um, I'm never going to use it. And take a damage dealing one, so that way, yeah. at the if you run out of spells, which shillelagh counts. Shillelagh counts. Right, so yeah, you got shillelagh, thorn whip, uh, magic stone, Poison frostbite was a great one that you suggested. That's excellent yeah. one. Because um, frostbite but, comes along with what is it? A disadvantage or is I think slow it, them? Let's see. Uh, disadvantage of the next. Disadvantage. Yeah, that's a that's a great one. I mean, that's, that's big. Disadvantage. Yeah, that's is, a great is one. Big. That's that's good. Uh, but yeah, so I just fit those two into whatever role play or theme you got going on with your character. And yep. As long as that, you can't really go super wrong. Um, we don't have to go over like every spell stuff at each level, but no. there are definitely ways to theme your druid like. You know, it's second level. Are you going to take beast sense or earthbind? Like, you could be like, oh, I'm more like nature. I protect her the forest. Then you might. I mean, like you said, so like they have a very extensive spell list, but most, almost all of them are very nature themed. Mm -hmm. That is, that is the trend. At first level, you have to point out like they have access to fairy fire. Not many classes do. It's literally like bards and them, and then maybe some subclasses along the way. Cure wounds, that's a big healing one. word too. Like you are, you. I always love word. having speak with animals, but <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> good, good berry too is a, is a pretty popular one because it's almost that like is healing, yeah. Like There's some pot. interesting interesting ways you could uh, use that, and healing word is there too, so that they're a pretty effective uh, healer in that mm -hmm. sense. <laughs> Which yeah, like, if you're Drew's taking shillelagh, you might not want to take healing word, just because Why of not? bonus actions. Yeah. But you should only use once, and then your bonus action go. Yeah, if you, yeah, if you can use it before and just be like, okay, yeah, now, now I'm good. Um, but yeah, there's the probably druids have like several premier spells at each level, which is good. Yeah. Like they they don't have counter spell, but they do have dispel magic at level three. Sure, they don't have banishment, but they have polymorph. They have polymorph. Um, yep, for sure. They can like you know, which is super cool that they can like shapeshift themselves and also shapeshift another member of the party yeah like that yeah. could be a big deal to be like well why don't we both be giant eagles exactly <laughs> it's like there's four of us and you might be like yeah oh, this guy's that pretty could heavy. matter that could matter play. a lot <laughs> exactly um and man just like the conjure summon woodland creatures or conjure woodland beings and stuff are insanely good would you say, like, what about, like, at the very, very top end? Because they don't have, like, the wishes of the world, right? But, like, what's their, what's their holy god at level, like, ninth level spell? Yeah, it, it's kind of funny. Like, 
you want to be not a wizard until you get to, or not want to be, but like everyone's like, oh, well, I could just do all this other stuff. Why would I be a wizard? And you get to ninth level and you're ninth level spells. You're like, oh, how come he could just do everything? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know what they get like earthquake, right? I feel like, you know, their eighth level spells are pretty sweet in, in the damage department. All feeble mind is, is, can be insane. And feeble minds. Yeah, they have feeble that, mind access. That's one of those int save, which is not super popular um, unless you're dealing with like dragons and stuff like that. Or I don't know. But um, this is like feeble mind is the thing that like as a DM, you have to use a legendary resistance on it. Like, you have to. <laughs> or they <It's>, lose. <laughs> or they lose. Like, depending on it, because if, if you're just fighting, like, the... I mean, I, I know the Tarras wouldn't be, like, matter for this. But, you know, like, if it's just, like, a large creature that has low intelligence or charisma anyway... They, they do have fine, access to true resurrection. True resurrection is good. I, I, I hate the concept of true resurrection. <laughs> it is a little like, really? <laughs> because it's basically like, okay, it's either TPK or nothing now as far as stakes. Yeah. Because someone could just be like, oh, he just disintegrates. Like, that's level true resurrection. Like, okay, he's back. <laughs> he's okay. back. He's, <laughs> all right, he's back. Was it within 200 years? <laughs> yeah. Okay, uh, he's back. <laughs> I think yeah. for ninth level um, foresight is good depending on your party composition shape change is awesome now you could be like a dragon right shape change yeah you can be any creature that is your cr or your level or low so you can be like like an adult red dragon (laughs) yeah that's pretty that's that's so dope that's so much fun to play with (laughs) yeah i don't think you get any legendary and that like, right. like, let's just say what's interesting about all of that too is, for shape change in specific. Uh, ninth levels you access at seventeenth level. Yeah. But what's an adult red dragon CR? Is it seventeen or below? Know, or, seventeen or sixteen or something. Yeah. So like at seventeenth level, being an adult red dragon would be dope. Yeah. Uh, let me check on that. But also, like, oh, I'm, we're gonna go fight a wizard. Okay, I'm going to be a... Um, I feel like shape change is where you go, is what I'm saying with ninth level. Yeah, double I would go shape change. Yeah, 17. Um, there you go. So at 17th level, you get shape change to a 17th level, 17 adult red dragon. That's so dope. If you're fighting against something with magical, you be a beholder, you get the anti-magic cone, and now it's just like, oh, well, he's that's a necromancer. So it's like, okay, he can't, yeah. like, so, can't cast spells. I, I think that's the way you go, is, is ninth level, you go straight shape change. It's interesting because it's available to warlocks and wizards as well. <laughs> but like, yeah, I think that's random. new. I'm not, I'm not too sure I feel like that. that should be a druid specific one. That's like the dopest thing you could do at level nine. Considering wizards can wish, like, yeah. uh, yeah. do you really need anything <laughs> else? I don't know. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, like Storm of Vengeance. Th- some of these are just purely campaign based. Like, if the end boss is like. He's, he's they like summoning this army of zombies and it's just like okay well there's there's gonna be literally like there's 10,000 you know like resurrected you know people that are storming the gate he's like okay I'll take storm of vengeance to like destroy the army and right. also keep in mind like you can just like take foresight just because like I want to have an advantage on all my social stuff today oh we're gonna go fight this thing, okay, I'll switch it to shape change now. Or, 
like right, you take right, shape right. change until you have to fight the armor. That's fair. Like, yeah, okay, shape change is only useful in probably the combat scenarios. In other words, yeah. Yeah, but being a druid, you can just switch around. You can just switch it. You can just switch it. And that's another yeah. reason why true resurrection and this list is kind of nonsense. Yeah, because it's just like, like just it's not even it. like the the ninth level spell you take. It's like okay, you can't take. Yeah, it you, you, because... you actually you would just you would just never take it and then wait and then oh someone died in this combat. All right, let's long rest. I'll switch to true I'll resurrection. Your direction. Boom, he's back. He's back. Long rest again. <laughs> long rest. All right, chain. switch back. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah, like it's totally sure. free. For sure. But only druids and clerics get access to that. I mean, so that is something to say for druids, for sure. That's in their, their favor. All right. Well, I mean, anything else you want to say about druid before we move on to their subclasses? Uh, no. It was, yeah, the, the subclasses are kind of where you really make the decision of, like... Yeah, I, I, it gives you, again, but it's so cool how druid is so open, though. <laughs> You could do yeah. anything. We just gave you... <laughs> you could do anything just as that. And we haven't even given you a subclass yet. Right. That's why the, I love these, you so much. These subclasses feel way different than... Like, oh, yeah. Oh, they, change, they change a lot. Yeah, they, they change crazy. a lot of what you're going to do yeah. in specific. But you're such an open-ended class in general. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, then we're going to move on to some subclasses, Eric. Let's do and it. And everyone listening, party... Ah! Uh.